Welcome to the Do Till Sermons podcast, a ministry of Do Till Church in Cranberry Township, PA. Each week, we share the message from our Sunday services. Be sure to click subscribe and follow along every week. Today is the final part of our series, Press On, which explores Paul's letter to the Philippians. The message is titled, Choose Joy, and is based on Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9. Hear now this week's message from Senior Pastor Tom Parkinson. So today we come to the fifth and final part of our series called Press On, in which we have been reading through Paul's letter to the Philippians. Now, I'll remind you that the letter to the Philippians is written in a time of great adversity and hardship. Remember that Paul was sitting in a prison cell in Rome when he wrote this letter. And he was in prison because of his faith in Jesus. And the Philippian church to which he was writing, they were facing increasing persecution from the community around them. So it was a hard season. And the message of Philippians is that when life gets tough, you can press on. You can push through it and keep faith strong because God will finish the work of salvation. And so over these last weeks, we've been being really honest about the fact that we go through seasons of hardship. And we've been seeking to cultivate a faith that doesn't falter under pressure, but a faith that flourishes in the fires of adversity. And today we, we come to the conclusion of this series by reading from the last chapter of Philippians, Philippians 4, in which Paul gives us this final instruction. That when adversity comes, we can choose joy. Everybody say, choose joy. Oh, you sound like you're half dead. Everybody say, choose joy. When life gets hard, when adversity comes, we can choose joy. And Paul gives us one of the most familiar verses of the New Testament, Philippians 4, verse 4, where he says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Paul gives us an urging, a plea to choose joy. Now, what is joy? If you look up the word in the dictionary, you will find that joy is a feeling of great pleasure or happiness. And the nature of joy is that we experience joy in something. And so you might experience joy in eating a delicious ice cream cone on a hot day. Or you might experience joy in watching your children or grandchildren excel at sports or playing instruments or dance or music. Or you could experience joy in a hike or a bike ride or a walk along the beach. There are circumstances in which we experience that happiness, that gladness that is joy. But in the same way that there are things in which we experience joy, there are also things in which we experience no joy. You do not experience joy in a time of sickness. You do not experience joy when you have to discipline your children's misbehaviors. And if you do experience joy in that moment, something is wrong with you. 
And you don't experience joy when you have to navigate a, a boss who has unrealistic expectations, right? So there are moments when we're in them that we have joy, and there are moments when we're in them and we're out of joy. And so joy tends to be very circumstantial. You can have it in one moment, and it's gone in the next. But in Philippians 4.4, Paul says to us that there is a joy we can have that is always and that joy is the joy we find in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Well, what is the joy that we have in the Lord? Well, it's that gladness, that happiness that wells up in our hearts when we know, experience, and trust Jesus. When you know, experience, and trust Jesus, when, when you've decided to follow Him as the Lord of your life, you have a source of unending joy in your life. Because if you trust Jesus, that means that no matter what you're going through, it cannot defeat you. No matter what you're going through, it cannot separate you from the love of God. And so even while chained up in prison, Paul says rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord always, even on the dark days, even in the hard moments. Choose joy. Why? Because Jesus has made a way for you to experience eternal life, and whatever you're going through is a moment in time. And you can press on through it, and you can choose joy in the midst of it. And so there's this powerful message in Philippians 4, that when you choose Jesus, it empowers you to choose joy. And you can choose joy every day. But if you're like me, you know it's not easy to choose joy. There are plenty of days when it is hard to choose joy, and Paul knew that. And so in these verses, Paul gives us three very practical ways that we can choose joy even on the hardest days. The first of those is Paul says that if you want to choose joy, you've got to learn to pray your way through worry and anxiety. We want to be joyful, we've got to learn to pray our way through worry and anxiety. And here's the truth. Every single one of us experiences anxiety and worry. There are things in our life, circumstances that are outside of our control and that breed fear and that paralyze us and that make us uncertain about the future. And the thing about worry is worry will always rob you of joy. You cannot be joyful and be anxious at the same time. They don't go together. So if you're going to rejoice in the Lord always, you've got to figure out how to maintain your joy when there is worry in your life. And Paul says the way you do that is you pray your way through it. Listen to verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. In every situation, whatever worry you have, there's a great old hymn that says it this way. You can take it to the Lord in prayer. When you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling worried, you take it to the Lord in prayer. And in verse 7, we find out what happens when we pray our way through worry. It says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, 
will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So when we take our worries to the Lord in prayer, what does God do for us? But God gives us a peace that's beyond comprehension. And that peace isn't the peace that comes because everything is settled in life. It's the peace that comes because through prayer, God intercedes for us. And so here's a truth that I think all of us will experience in life. When you go to the Lord in prayer, rarely does your prayer change your circumstances. But God will change you through your prayer. And I can think of plenty of times in my life when I was really worried about something or really anxious about something, and I took it to the Lord in prayer, and by the time I said amen, it wasn't that anything had changed in my circumstances, but I felt peace about it. Because in prayer, God gave me peace. God gave me an anchor I could hold to, that confidence that comes from knowing that God is going to work all this out. And so through prayer, we can find that gladness, that happiness, that perspective that says to us, there's nothing separating me from God's love. You want to choose joy in the midst of hardship? you got to learn to pray your way through worry, and through that prayer, God will give you peace. That's Paul's first lesson. The second thing Paul says is if you want to choose joy in the midst of a hard season, you've got to focus your thoughts on God's goodness. Focus your thoughts on God's goodness. It was the pastor and author Craig Rochelle who's done a lot of work around our minds and how our minds control the direction of our lives. And he says that your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And so if the strongest things that you think about are really negative things, chances are good your life is moving in a negative direction. And if your strongest thoughts are about godly things, about hope-filled things, then chances are good your life is moving in a godly and hope-filled direction. And so if you want to choose joy in a hard season, you've got to figure out how to think about the things that are good even when it's hard. Dustin gave testimony to his father's gratitude journal a little earlier in the service. What was a gratitude journal? It was a way of saying, even on my hardest day, I'm going to stop and give thanks to the Lord. I'm going to think about the blessings God has placed in my life. And in so doing, I'm choosing to be joyful even when it's hard. And by the way, Dustin's dad, Russ wrote the gratitude journal while going through cancer treatments. Right, so what was he doing? He's saying, I'm not going to focus on what's wrong in my life. I'm going to affix my mind on what's good. Because the truth is, a negative mindset will absolutely rob you of joy. Now, maybe this doesn't describe you, but it describes me. I tend to get a very negative mindset when something goes wrong in my life. Maybe I fail at something, or maybe something's just not turning out the way I wanted it to, and my tendency is to begin to think about what's going wrong and to think about my failure, and I stew over it. Does anybody do this? And here's the thing. The more you stew over it, the less joy you will have. The more you let the mind ruminate on what's wrong, the less joy you will have. And so Paul gives us some very clear instructions that we ought to focus not on what's wrong, but on the goodness of God. Verse 8, he says, Whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. 
You want to choose joy in your life? Think about the things that are the things of God. And, and by the way, the culture does not help us choose joy. Because if you read the newspaper or you watch the news or you look at social media, what do we tend to be thinking about all the time? Everything that's wrong. Now, we're truth tellers. We know there's a lot wrong in the world. I'm not saying you need to turn a blind eye to everything that's wrong in the world. But if all you think about is what's wrong and you never reflect on what's good and right and admirable and lovely, you're never going to be able to choose joy. So if you want to choose joy, focus your thoughts on the goodness of God, even on the hard days. And third and finally, Paul says, if you want to become the kind of person who can choose joy, you've got to live like Jesus lived. Remember, when Paul experienced his conversion on the Damascus Road, he made a decision that he was going to model his life after Jesus. He was going to try to imitate Jesus in the way he lived. And so he says this in Philippians 4.9. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Paul says, look, I'm trying to imitate Jesus. So you imitate me as I imitate Jesus. And together we're going to become more and more like Jesus. And the more we learn to live like Jesus lived, to love like Jesus loved, to serve like Jesus served, the more joy we're going to have. You want to rejoice in the Lord always? Live like Jesus lived. And Jesus actually told us that there is a direct connection between living the way he lived and experiencing joy. Jesus said this in John chapter 15, beginning at verse 10. He said, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I've kept my father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be complete in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I've loved you. What is Jesus saying? Do you want your joy to be complete? Do you want to experience that gladness of heart no matter what's happening in your life? The way you're going to do that, you're going to obey the commands of God and you're going to love as Jesus loved you. And in the process of obeying the Lord, in the process of loving as Jesus loved, you will experience joy in your life. Well, that's three pretty simple lessons, but they're hard to implement. If you want to choose joy in the dark days, you've got to learn to love and live like Jesus lived. Focus your thoughts on God's goodness. And I'm so bad I forgot the first one. Somebody tell me. Pray your way through worry. I said that a few minutes ago. That's bad. Usually there's a screen in the back and the three points come up on the screen. Pray your way through worry. These are the things we do to choose joy. But the first thing you got to do if you want to choose joy is you got to choose Jesus. Because the truth is you will never have joy always if that joy is not in the Lord. So if you want to choose joy, the first choice is you got to choose Jesus. Now here's what I know. I know that there are some of you who are experiencing circumstances in your life that are worrisome you're experiencing circumstances in which you have no joy. Circumstances that are bringing you down. And what I want to invite us to do this morning is I want to invite us to pray our way through it and to focus on God's goodness and to live like Jesus lived. 
And so in just a moment, I'm going to invite the band to come and uh, play a song for us. And as we sing with them, uh, I'm going to be right over here. And Tom and Julie Willoughby are going to be right here in the center. And Heather Schofstall is going to be right over here. And if you would like somebody to pray with you and to pray for you, and it could be about anything that's happening in your life. If you'd like somebody to pray with you, I want to invite you to come to one of us and we would be glad to pray over you. And our prayer is that you're going to experience peace that you're going to begin to experience true joy in the midst of whatever circumstances you find yourself in. So let's pray, and then as the band comes, we'll open these prayer stations, and I just want to encourage you to come as you are led to receive prayer. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the good news of Jesus, the good news that there is absolutely nothing that can happen to us that will separate us from your love, and that when we are in Christ, we can have joy in all circumstances. And so we pray that you'd give us the courage to choose joy. Lord, when we're worried and anxious and afraid, help us to cast our cares upon you and give us that peace that passes understanding. Help us to fix our minds and focus our thoughts on your goodness, on your love, and on your truth. And help us to live like Jesus lived so that we might experience that unending joy that is ours in Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message from Dewtail Church. A great way to respond to the message is to click on the discussion guide in the episode description. The guide is designed to help you reflect on the sermon individually or with a small group. We'd love to have you join us at Dewtail Church for our weekly worship services. We worship at 9.30 and 11 on Sunday mornings, and you can worship with us in person or live online at dewtailchurch.org. Please join us on the podcast for next week's message. In the meantime, may the Lord bless you and keep you.